It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Breaking news, unique opinions. Hear it all on the Brian Kilmeade Show. I always thought, I, I just thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to move to New York. I don't have much money in my pocket, but I believe in myself. I believe that something is going to happen for me by doing this. But when I look back, I had to have a faith. I had to have a faith in a path that was going to protect me somehow. Yes. I believe now that feeling of wanting to do something big with my life is because God was saying, I'm going to take care of you. And that woman that said yes in the background, brilliantly, because she's a yes. professional broadcaster, is Kathy Lee, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. Oh, she's, you were going to say Griffin. Kathy no, Griffin. I absolutely was I'm not. I'm often confused with her. Oh, yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> Although Kathy Lee, uh, Kathy Lee Griffin was a um, – Kathy Griffin was a friend of the network. In fact, she hosted our 10-year anniversary of Fox and Friends. I mean, that, talk about how things crazy. have changed, right? Yes. And I, I saw her the first time at the Washington uh, Correspondence Dinner maybe two years ago, and she, we had a normal conversation, and I said, well, how's everything going besides that? I want to kill – and then she went off on Donald Trump. She wants – he's trying to kill me and all this stuff. But she had a breakdown. Uh, but, well, let's get back to you. You can't keep talking about other people. <laughs> How do you know I haven't had a breakdown or two? Well, put it this way. It would have been on my notes. Because, Pete, you would have put it on the notes, right? Because you have crack. Yeah, I a special Pete, note of it. Pete likes to ballpark the breakdowns, too. He doesn't like specific. He would say one or two. Um, uh, Kathy Lee Gibbard's going to do something really cool on my favorite app, Fox Nation. It's called The Jesus I Know. It plays off her book. And she was talking about it, but not in person. Uh, the Jesus I Know, Honest Conversations, and Diverse Opinions About Who He Is. Right. Kathy Lee, welcome back. Good to see you since I saw you on Fox & Friends right. this morning. I, I've been wanting to do your radio show. You, I have had a crush on you. You know this for a very long time. Right. Frank used to say, there's your boyfriend. Really? Yeah. Well, put it this way. I told you my one interaction with uh, with Frank Gifford. I had a chance to meet him in person, and it was at the Thorpe Awards. Yes. I was out in Los Angeles doing all sports radio out there. And sure enough, I'm at the Thorpe Awards was short lived, and Joe DiMaggio was there. Wow, this is a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, and then and then Frank Gifford's there, right? So I'm going, okay, I got to get these guys. And worse comes worse, they just tell me, to, no, Joe DiMaggio gives me uh, gives me a few minutes, and then I said I went up to Frank, and he gives me an interview, and he says, I said afterwards, I said, you know, Frank, is there a way I can get in touch with you because I do this show every weekend and I'm doing this? He goes, yeah, here's my number. If you give it to anybody, <laughs> I will break your legs. <laughs> Both of them. I go, okay, it's a little violent. I would just say, I would have just, I went it's by my so words. It's so not Frank. That's right. so funny. Like, you know, he kind of smiled after, but yeah. he had a stern look about him. He was, that was his nice way of saying, I never would, but, but I don't want you to know it. Right. You okay. Know? Yeah. But, um, but he had the movie star looks his, his uh, whole life. Is that unbelievable? Do you I know, mean, I was married for 30 years to a man so much prettier than I am. And it, it, that's not easy. But, but, you know, but pretty but yet could start an action movie. Like, you know, don't you think he was, like, cut out of stone, Did too? Did you know that he he was signed to Warner Brothers Pictures? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, in his career. He was a stuntman at, uh, at, uh, at, in Hollywood while he was off-season at uh, – well, actually at USC because he would – you know, he's so athletic and, and, and he would just – he said that he'd made more money just jumping under tanks and jumping over things as a stunt guy. And then one day – uh, he was discovered that, he, that this man made, you know, Warren Beatty look 
awful. You know, yeah. he's, worn, he's, he's so drop-dead gorgeous. And so he signed with um, Warner Brothers, and he, and he did a movie called – I forget. It was about – Turnpike. Turnpike okay. in New Jersey. And Jack Warner sitting there in the screening room watching the, the dailies or whatever. And uh, all these women are just going ape. They're going crazy. Oh, he's so cute. How old is he at this point? Oh, he's got to be uh, he's out late of football. 20s. No, no, oh, he's no. Still in football. He's during football. Excuse me. It's a little warm in here. It's because I'm with my guy. Right. Anyway, um, so Warner's sitting there watching the, the screen and everything. He says he's never going to be a movie star. And and everybody goes, why? His, his eyes are too close together. <laughs> <laughs> People say the weirdest stuff. I mean, he was. Uh, no, I would true. say the reason he was not going to be a movie star is because he was the world's worst actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. I, I think it's so underappreciated. You see, you can do everything. You can sing. You can act. Isn't you can write. And you can host. I am. <laughs> right? I remember you. Did you? The first thing was a singer, right? I was a singer first and then an actress. Could you dance? Yes. Wow. Not I don't, I don't consider myself a dancer. But, but you I, had the coordination. And- no. I, in our business, we say I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I, I'm an actress who can dance. You never say I'm a dancer if you're not a dancer because it's, it's such, a, such an important it's – so, it's so difficult. I would never call myself a dancer. No. Um, yeah, because I think acting is so underappreciated because people – I guess some people are natural doing it. But you have to be secure enough in your personality to act like something you're not. Right. It's a lot of fun actually. Is it fun? I did my – I haven't done a play in 20 years and um, since Rupert, uh, Rupert Holmes wrote one for me years ago. And uh, I, I did it in down in Tennessee where I live. I just did a love letters, which has been done forever, with Patrick Cassidy of the Cassidy family. And and I just had a ball. I had to go from a seven-year-old little girl to uh, a woman in her 60s, which is hard for me because I'm nowhere near, you know, my 60s. Look at seven. <laughs> I'm nowhere near seven. Yes, that's what I'm going to go with. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was great fun. I thought, you know, I don't use my acting chops. Uh, I, I made a film a couple of years ago that I wrote for Craig Ferguson and, my, and me to right. do. And uh, we shot that in, in uh, uh, the highlands of Scotland. He's one of my favorite human beings on the face of the earth. He's my favorite agnostic in the whole world. And you got put to put together with him uh, because of uh, hosting, right? He, he had, a well, I'd known him since the Drew Carey show years before. That's when we first met. And I just loved him. And then – um, Hoda was on maternity leave and he was there for five days with me and I've done a very, very successful, thank you Lord, uh, television, daily t- television with Regis for 15 years and 11 years with Hoda, but I've never had more explosive five days in my life. Right. Well, there was that time. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. With, um, with Craig, with right. Craig and, and, and it's funny. We went to lunch afterwards. He was going to get on a plane. Did he feel the same way, by the way? Did he tell you? Yes, yeah. because we went to lunch on Friday when it was all over. And, he, and we, we go to lunch, and, and he says, like, I'm going I'm, I'm to bleep him out. Okay. He said, you know, Kathy, we were trying to harness. What do we do next? You know, Kathy, if we wait for our agents, our mm-mm agents, to, to get us a job on television, we're going to die waiting. And I said, oh, you're right. He says, why don't we write a movie together? I said, Fantastic idea. Okay. He got on a plane. I went to Connecticut. Two o'clock in the morning, I wake up. Bing. I go, oh, my gosh, I think I know what the movie is. I go downstairs. I light the fire. I got the puppies with me. I start writing. At noon that day, I call him up. And I go, hi, Craig. He goes, yeah, what? 
Yeah, it's just, yeah. just yeah. Yeah. you know that movie that we we yeah. were gonna. And he says, yeah, yeah. I said, I think I just wrote it. He goes, what? He said, God, you haven't landed my you know Scottish in, back town to into home, and and you've written it. What are you talking about? And I said, yeah, I've got written six scenes. I think I know what the, the character should be and what, what should happen in Scotland. He goes, well, send it to me. And so I sent it to him, calls me the next day, and he goes, Kathy, this is your baby. I stand ready to serve. Wow. So we shot it in um, we shot it in, in Scotland, and it was one of the great experiences of my, of my whole life. And I what was the him. name of the movie? Then Came You. Okay. So you can still you can still watch it. Oh, you can, I think it's like Prime Video or Hulu or those things never die. And I, I co-wrote all the, the entire soundtrack with a brilliant writer in Nashville named Brett James and uh, seven, seven songs. And it, it, it just was – that's actually what got me to, to move to Nashville. The area because uh, I was coming back and forth working with Brett for a year, and every time I'd get on the plane to come home, I honestly, Brian, I was just like heart sick. I was just, oh, why am I so happy here? Right. And it wasn't because I didn't love the people that I work with at the Today Show. I do, and I did. Hoda's still a very dear friend of mine, but it's the culture there. And I said, why am I so joyful here? Because New York. Uh, as good as this town has been to me, and I've lived here for 40 years, uh, it's the culture ha- here has changed completely since I moved you here. You mean in our business or walking the streets? Everything. Uh, there are wonderful people here in New York and New Jersey and, and, and this whole area. There, there are, they are. I'm talking about it's a culture, though, of chaos now to me. And I flew in. I was going to Nashville and down and south, and every time – that's a culture of kindness there. Right. People are just sweet and it's not put on. I'm sure there are a lot of jerks. I just have never met them. Just like, you know, there's super, super good, great people up here. It's the, I noticed it, that it's the cult, it's the quality of life eroding and that sort of thing. So I made the move. There's a line in my movie that says, uh, she says to a uh, to her dead husband, she says, you know, Fred, I love you, but I gotta, I gotta make new memories or the old ones are gonna kill me. And I'm not ready to die. Wow, that's yet. sad, though. Yeah, I it's, know what you're saying. But it's the truth. I've been away. To, well, Frank's been gone now almost seven years. So wow, it is the truth. And sometimes you got to take a very brave leap and go someplace else. I'm sure you've talked to Elizabeth Hasselback since you've been down there. Right? I did. I've been together with her a couple of times. But she's. I adore. I adore her. I, I, I sat. She, the, she just had to get out of New York and Connecticut, and yes. she wanted to go. And she did. She did right for her family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I when I left the show with Regis, I, I left it to do right by my family. Regis was, um, you know, he understood. I, I just had to get my family off the off the rags, you know, you know but, off, off the but, news, but newspaper you, covers. You know, it's also good is you actually told him ahead of time, right? So you oh, told him oh, and you, you knew about it, so you know how to land the plane. Uh, well, Regis was one of my closest friends. Yeah, and uh, and and we never had a harsh word in fifteen years, and uh, we became even closer friends after I, I left in two thousand. And uh, he died just a year ago, a year and a half ago now. And your spouses were tight too, right? Yep. So when you guys yep. went out, it was oh, oh, but you know, it's you know, Regis. We'd want, we'd we'd try to make plans for a nice quiet dinner, the four of us, or something like at Valbella or one of those yeah. places in, in in Greenwich. We'd walk in, we'd have a quiet little table set aside, and Regis walks in, and he goes. Hello, it's Regis. That's right. Look at look at me, everybody. Yeah, Regis is here. And look, look who she won't leave me alone. And he'd point right. to me. It's it's Kathy <laughs> Lee. And I'm going, oh, boy, here we go. Every single table he would go to and say hello to everybody. Yeah. He was so beloved. There was nobody in the world like Regis. Yeah, my first big interview, I was in college doing college radio and I and they always say success leaves clues. So what do you want to do? I love Letterman and uh-huh. I love Regis. Right. So I interviewed Very them both different in college. Men. 
Yes, but they liked each other. Oh, they were close. Right? Yes, yes. Um, and they're also uh, – I think they're both very curious by nature, unbelievably talented. I think obviously Reed is more diverse. He could sing. He could do everything. I Let's thought. not go that far. You don't think so? <laughs> oh, you mean, well, I mean he kind of you talked it Frank, through. You know what but Frank he could used do his to own say show. about Regis' singing? Well, oh, he did a great show. Yeah. He would stand up and he would do a little shtick yeah. and all that stuff. We did it together for years. Frank once said to me, you know, Regis is not a bad singer. But he can't finish a song because he could never hit the big note. Oh, he, really? He, says he just can't finish the song. Wow. Uh, but he, I always thought he was so uh, so interesting, so engaged, Every everything. That, that that first 20 minutes that you guys would do. 23 is, minutes ago. Excuse me. I'm my fault. Yeah, uh, no. I stand corrected. We started out at like six and then went to commercial break. Very soon it became 23 minutes. And how long would you talk before you? Uh, Not, never said a word nev- to each before, other. Before. Never even said good morning. Just We just kept it really fresh. So he would come out and talk about what he did last night. Yes. Would you see his notes or anything? We didn't have notes. He would sometimes have what we call elements. In, in, you know, yeah. Had he, say he'd been to a Broadway show. He'd have the playbill. Or, and yeah, we yeah. always had the newspapers. Right. And it's interesting. We made a pact when we started. Uh, we were a local show for three years. And we, we had both been done national stuff. And, uh, uh, but, but he was well known for his local show in Los Angeles. And so I, I joined him in New York. And I left Good Morning America, actually. I was in line to take Joan London's place. And I didn't want to. I wanted to have fun. Right. I, wanted to work. I didn't want to read a teleprompter. I wanted to be with You don't want to get up at 2.30 in the morning. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. I, I'd get up that early anyway. Yeah. It uh, it was that I I didn't want to re- back then it was all teleprompted and I just thought I'm an actress I'm an entertainer right. I'm a singer I I'm not going to be happy doing this so I said I'll go for a year and uh, I was trying I was getting uh, a divorce in, in uh, L A and I said it'll be a good year for me to get away so anyway uh, what would you what did you ask me about Regis I was saying when you first went Regis you wanted yeah. to be with him because you didn't want to do the Good yeah, Morning America. Yeah, there is a reason for it. Anyway, I'm, I'm you know I'm 68, so forgive me. Well, uh, um, something about Regis. I'd oh, uh, newspapers. I, yes. Oh, this. Thank you for thank you for you. Actually, you're a good host because you actually remember right. things. And you, I'm listen, not that good a host. They told listen. me to rap. But no, go ahead. no, no. We have I'll to talk you. about my dude. for goodness sake. No, sakes. no. We have another segment. Oh, wrap that thing. Okay. Next. All right. So we're going to talk about. But I'm going to forget uh, about what I was. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to. Re- that's why I'm here. Uh, the Jesus I know is on Fox Nation. We're going to come back with a few more minutes. We're going to play a cut from it to bump in and make sure everyone uh, clicks on it. It is. Uh, it is great. Special host by Kathy Lee. Back in a moment. No. Educating, entertaining, enlightening. You're with Brian Kilmeade. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. The fastest three hours in radio. You're with Brian Kilmeade. This is the brilliant password player and talented writing and broadcasting star, Frank Gifford. The password is diaper. Ten points, give you the game. Absorbent. (laughs) (laughs) Diapers. Yeah! 
Frank Gifford on Password with Alan Ludden. You know what? He was a champion a lot of the time. He just loved Betty. He yeah. and Betty White were good pals. People think that, that you know, because he, he's gorgeous and he was a football player, he was stupid. You know, he was not stupid. Oh, he was a that. really, yeah. really bright man. And, well, Cosell said so, remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And who did, who did Cosell call when he was on his deathbed? The Gifford. He did. Oh, boy. They made up at the end? Well, well he was never Frank's enemy. Frank doesn't have an enemy. But, but, you know, he was just – Howard was a troubled man and he was jealous. He was jealous. I never played the game. Well, you know, then don't talk about it like you know it, like people that played the game. That's not a compliment. I know. <laughs> you know? I, I know. He didn't want – he didn't think athletes belonged in the booth, let alone play-by-play. Oh, my – and he was so – you know, and I – one when he was dying, we were in the car driving and Frank called him and he said – he said – uh uh, Howard, I just want you to know that Kathy and I are praying for you. And and he goes, well, I appreciate that. I can't do a good Howard. And and he said, and Frank said, well, I didn't say which way we were praying. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> he just yeah. teased him. Frank was a beautiful man. I I agree. I could do a whole hour, but I want to make sure you get uh, everyone knows about your special. Okay. Uh, so it was on Sunday, right? It premiered last night, and I think it just streams now. Now it streams. Yeah. So go to Fox Nation. And it's the Jesus I know. And you want to – doing it, that title means something. It means that I'm not telling you how to view Jesus. No. I want to know what you think Jesus is, Yes, right? I know the Jesus that I know. Right. What I'm interested in is this Jesus that you know. And uh, even if you don't believe in him, what is your, con- your, your preconceptions? Or what are your, do you believe he was even a historical, truly historical person? Or do you think – whatever you think, I find fascinating. And um, I've always felt like I'm not a fan of religion. I'm a fan of relationship with the living God. I don't believe it's uh, that 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 entity, that that being that is uh, is somebody that we're supposed to go and visit once a week. And, to, you know, you know, maybe pray, at, you know, here and there. That's supposed to be the center of our life is our relationship with the living God. And so uh, but, but that's me. And I study rabbinically, and I, I take it very, very seriously. But there are 25 stories in this book of people who are completely different from me. And actually, the, the reason I wrote the book, I had no intention of writing this book. I have a very, very good literary agent here, and he's ex- he, he could not be further from to, than, than me. Right. In terms of you wouldn't think that a, that a gay, uh, Asian, uh, Buddhist male would, would be any similar at all to me. You know, and that's the problem with our world today. We want everybody to be exactly the same. I love true diversity is, is finding people like that that you think, what would we have in common? And then you discover lots. Right. We have a lot in common. Is, is, that, is that your music giving so you a I knew you were going to pick up on that. You okay. always pick up anyway, on this as if you're said, the host. Anyway, write a book about that. Those are my favorite stories you ever write. How do we get the book? It's here. It's been out since. Yeah. You know what? I was on with you. You are busted. I was on with you in I, December I you when it plug. came out. I wanted no. you to plug. Oh, come on. No, that's that is, it. That is not Wait a true. Minute, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.